Hey, it's Chris Jericho, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Go Blues! Jason, along with Chris. Yo! And uh, so we're officially my house. I think Chris is probably fine too, but like, uh, had a quarantine for 14 days. Yes, you did. We had a positive <laughs> case in the house. Luckily, no, no, nothing serious, which was good. But yeah. So yeah, that's good. Being get, Getting out of the house, like, you don't go to work every day, then you're like, man, I just want to be at home. And then after three days, you just don't want to be at home anymore. Take it from someone who works from home every day that. I, there's times where I easily, I bet you don't leave the house for like three, four days, and you just get the itch. You're like, I don't care where I go. I, I just need to get out. And that's what happened. We were like, we drive walks and stuff like that. Just to yeah. like what it was. At least it was nice that week, and it was like we had to do walks. So we were doing, me and my daughter, my wife's one who was positive, so we like do for walks and stuff, and then trying to entertain a 10-year-old for Ugh. 10 days, and then the stress of like, you know, we had to get the test and all that good stuff. Right. That's the only time we left to get this test. Anyway, we're good now. So we get a podcast again, so which is nice. Which is nice. Yeah. So not a ton to talk about, but a few things. Yeah, some interesting stuff that came out of nowhere really this week, which mm-hmm. we weren't really planning on talking about, but now the season may be in somewhat jeopardy. Yeah. So we'll see if the are at least starting on time. So interesting stuff by the owners. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. The uh I guess you can call them controversial reverse retros. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. That, it's either you love, either you love them, or you. It's like one way. It's definitely, definitely you like them. It's love or hate, or you hate them. So it's it's. Or but you even make fun more of so them. the like because love or hate was with the original, like the blue one that's hanging up over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like cranked up to eleven, love and hate. Yes, because if the, you loved the original, then you think this is kind of cool. Yeah. If you hated the original, you really hate this. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like I'm like I really not hate the really like. We'll talk about that. So Which is also going to lead us to this week's history lesson on what the blues are and are not yeah we'll, talk, we'll get into that one along the, along with uh today we was a record about we're about a half hour away from that uh currently the survivor series yep it's like one of the big four pay-per-views that we always uh, enjoy watching so uh we'll do like last year we did our our survivor series our blues survivor series teams, yep. what we called it this year we got a little tweak on that so we're gonna do it again sure it's a fun little thing and we'll wrap it up from there so first, the big, I guess, the blues news for this week. Uh, we'll start on, a, obviously, a downer note, just mm-hmm. to kind of talk about that. I think it's important. So uh, Jaden Schwartz, a, a guy who's already been through a lot with his, uh, you know, his sister Mandy passed away from cancer. Correct. Uh, and then suddenly, that's about as much as we've gotten so far, uh, his father passed away, which really sucks. And apparently yeah. he was, like, during the dad's trips, he was, like, the dad. Right. Like, he was, like, the one everybody congregated around. Uh, there's stories of like blue. He would like hold court and like blues fans come around. He would just be telling stories about Jaden, his brother, his sister playing hockey and growing up and just hockey stories and just him being like the center of attention. Really, a lot of people uh, had really great things to say about him. It sounds like a pretty uh, pretty awesome guy. And uh, condolences to the Schwartz family. Yeah, I got nothing to add to it. You, yeah, it's it's sad when someone passes, regardless. But when it happens suddenly and someone like that, you know, especially this time of year with the holidays, it it always sucks. So yeah, 
So, Condolences and, to and the Schwartz sudden, family. And suddenly, too, right. apparently. That's as much as we got. So, like I said, downer note, we'll just kind of, I will knock that out of the way real quick and, and mention it at least. So, we'll get into the jersey. So, we'll get into jersey talk last. I think we'll do the NHL talk, general talk real quick. Okay. So, looks like the as much as everybody said, season's going to start January 1st. We're getting close to after Thanksgiving here. Then mm-hmm. we're going to have the training camp starting up soon, which is going to be great. Not exactly sure how it's going to go. We're going to do bubbles. How are we going to do this whole thing? So we're hoping to get that kind of figured out soon, which they got together to do that. So there's a 16-player representative that met with the uh, ownership, basically a bunch of owners, to figure out what's going on. I know Justin Falk was part of that 16-player mm-hmm. kind of congregation that went there. And they were taken aback, apparently, because the owners want them to take more escrow, which is basically more money out of their pockets. Right. Because revenues, what they projected before, was still much lower than they thought. So owners were losing more money. So, of course, they want to make it up somehow. So they want players to make a better cut. Now the players are like, whoa, we just signed a new CBA saying this is how it's supposed to be, and now you're trying to change it up. I get both sides. And they're balking at it. So I get both sides. You know, I if I was a player, I would 100% say, look, this is the CBA that both of us agreed to. And I'm sorry that it's not working out the way you wanted it to, but you agreed to this. Mm-hmm. And if I'm the owners, I could see coming back and going, you're right. This is what we agreed to. But none of us thought we would be where we are right now. And, you know, there's only so much money – that could be made when there's no fans and stands. Thank God for the reverse retros. I don't think it's by accident that that happened this year. No, no. I think that's, you know, a, that's, that's a, something that came up with, I bet you, you when better, this got started. They you better didn't. damn well believe it because yeah. it's a money generator. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the league's got to find any way to make money. The NHL is not, every market, a profitable league. Mm-hmm. There are teams that, that take a loss yearly. You know, and, and I'm sure that there's baseball and football. Maybe not football, but I'm sure there's baseball and basketball teams the same. They think at least a small like, right. You know. But hockey, by and large, is is the least equitable of, of the big four. Yeah. So I could see the owners going, guys. You know, you, you gotta you gotta pitch in and help out too. Now, if I'm a player, I think I'm willing to do that if there's something in writing that shows me and promises me some sort of promissory note that what I'm conceding in the short term, I'm getting back in the long term, Mm -hmm. then okay, maybe we can talk. But just to blindly say, yeah, I'll give you X amount percent more, I I get why they're balking at it. But I think at the end of the day, honestly, I think the players are going to have to give in a little bit just because operating costs are operating costs. And if they ain't making any money, they can't operate. Yeah, and I think it's it, well, and I, th- and I get the other play. Why the players are also pissed about it too is because yep. they agreed on a new CBA, hundred percent, which yeah. gave concessions, and then like you said, gave concessions now and then technically this year too. Mm-hmm. But then in the long term, like then later on, the escrow goes down to like from being like let's say I think it's like in the teens down right. to like five and six percent. So it goes down to quite a bit eventually because revenue sharing is still fifty fifty in the NHL. Yes. So. And then it looks like game-wise, they want to go for 60 games yep. and have the Stanley Cup awarded no later than July 15th. That would be nice. And then that will be – that's kind of like the plan. That's like everything going max games, basically. Right. Then they would kind of get it knocked out. So we'll see if that – that's kind of like – nothing's been officially kind of set out loud. It's been kind of reported by all the hockey writers and stuff. So nothing I, really kind of – They're saw, still back – they're still talking, so we'll – 
still I, hope. I heard. Um, they got to do it soon, though. Who's the deputy commissioner? His uh, name is Bill Daly. Yes, thank you. Uh, Bill Daly was on um, NHL radio mm-hmm. with Linda Cohen two weeks ago, and she basically straight out asked, "Are we on schedule for January one?" And he said, "I can't tell you for sure." He's like, "I can tell you that we are." efforting everything we can to hit that date as close as we can. He's like, we want it to be January 1, maybe January 5, maybe January 10. He's like, but we are pushing as hard as we can to get as close to a January 1 start date for the season. I think that at the end of the day, they're, they're going to make it within probably a week. Mm-hmm. Um, barring, you know, COVID just getting out of control, which we're, you know, we're going into we're, the cold we're season. Yeah, Good. we're hitting there. So it's kind of interesting to see um, what they kind of decided on now with this whole kind of negotiation. So, like I said, they got to figure something out soon or it's slowly going to go down to right 60 games to 50, 50, 40. 40. I think 46, they said, is the bargain, the bottom line, like minimum amount of regular season games that they would do. Yeah. So then if you think about when the lockout happened – you know, years ago, 46 was one of the mounts, and they started that was like in January, February time period. Right. So, I mean, they don't got too much time to figure this out to get at least amount of games and our fans going to be in the stands. How are they going to play them? Yeah. Where so, are they going to play them? So, the other rumor is, which I will bring this up in to Chris and see what he thinks about the amount of teams here. So, there's going to be four divisions. It's kind of more based on geographics. Yeah, and we touched on that a little bit on the last podcast. So we kind of talked about so there'll be an all Canada basically division because right. obviously the border is still shut down. So uh, and that looks like it's going to happen because the Toronto Raptors NBA team got denied to play games in Canada, meaning they cannot have teams go back and forth over the thing. So they're, they're going to play in Buffalo just like the Blue Jays did. Yes, yeah, so they're probably going to do that. And so the all Canada team, or all Canada division, Calgary Flames, Edmonton. Montreal, Ottawa, you know, all those teams. Basically, every team. It doesn't matter if they were west now or east. Everything doesn't matter right now, though. That doesn't really matter. It's just everything's going to be mixed together. So, east makes sense. Anything in the northeast, that's where makes it's going to be. Everybody that's up there, the furthest, I, I can't even think of the furthest south team is probably Carolina. That's the furthest south team on in this eastern division, basically. Probably, yeah. The central is real interesting. And I like it because it gives the Blues a pretty decent chance. There's some good teams in there, but I think it. Compared to where they're at, I mean, yeah. So they have Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, Pittsburgh, wow. which is interesting on the Pittsburgh because that seems more northeast to me than anything. But yeah, it's on the west side of the state. But yeah, yeah, so I guess that's the furthest west out of the northeast. You know, think St. Louis and then Tampa. Okay. And then west division is anything out west. Right. Anaheim, Colorado, Arizona, Dallas, which was interesting. I thought Dallas would be more central, but yeah. Uh, the L.A., Minnesota, which I thought would be also once again, but that's just the rumored one. San Jose and Vegas. So, I mean, they make sense. The weird thing to me is going to be the Central will be the – well, no, they won't because you're going to have – if you have Dallas and Minnesota in the West, there's Central time zone teams mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, you've got – Canada, which will be all different time zones. You've got... Yeah, that's well spread out, but it's yeah, just because they're in Canada. Right. You're looking more, instead of looking at it from west to east on theirs, it's more just like anything... In Canada. Above, yeah, above... Uh, um, 
yeah, I mean, look, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do, and it's going to be very, very weird. Um, I assume that all playoffs get played in Canada then? Yeah, because I'm like, how Because Ameri- you- American teams can go north, but Canadian teams can't, can't go, come south. I think that's correct? how it works, yeah, right now. So then you're looking part, again. A part, of, a part of me is, what if Canada now turns it into, because we're surging, like cases yeah. are surging in America right now compared to Canada where it's not surging i mean right. it, i think worldwide i think it's kind of going up but i think canada has at least not been as bad right now so we're being this bad they might say no we'll ship our guys there and then they have to pass to be in quarantine because i know for example uh this is an off non-hockey one but james gunn who's a guy yeah. who directed guardians of the galaxy one two he did the last well soon to be newest suicide squad and he's doing uh a show mm. based off the new suicide squad with john cena so right um, he had to go quarantine in Vancouver for two weeks because they're going to start shooting the show. Right. So he's up there, but he had to be in quarantine. He literally flew there. They put him directly in quarantine. He's been there for two weeks, and then he got out of quarantine sure. once he passed his negative test. I mean, I so, can see them doing something like that. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious. And that's the other thing. What are they going to do with testing again? Because remember last time, these guys are getting tested daily. Daily, which I think got, you have to. Which someone who has been through the test twice now, that sucks. It yeah. It ain't great. But I guess if you if it's your job, you know, there's a lot of people that have jobs nowadays that probably go through the test a lot more than I would. Sure. And me being a huge wuss, I guess, you know, dealing with it. But, yeah, it's not the most pleasant test to take. No. And I had it when I'm just 100% healthy, too, just like it just, you know. I mean, I can imagine if you have, a, have like, flu-like symptoms trying sure. to do it. It's crazy. So, anyway, we'll see if the NHL season starts on time. And uh, God hoping they have one. That's right. It's like not a – great thing to think but it's a possibility at this it point. is it for sure is so positive note well positive maybe depending on how you look at it reverse retro jerseys yep so let's get into that so reverse retro the blues released theirs called it i called it it, it was it's basically the obviously last year quote unquote last year's retro your 90s yep jerseys everything flipped so basically yep. red is where the blue was blue is where the red is yellow is pretty much still in the same spot yep uh that's about it. I mean, it's, that's it. And it's, it's. I I have no problem with it. I'm like, I told you, I was like, I don't think I'd order one right away. Maybe I'll get one eventually. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm not going to rush out and get one right away. Ordered it the day it was available. Yeah. And somebody pointed out a great thing to me. Like, why didn't you pick one of the, like, we talked about, like, you know, it says the jersey that there were, like, the, what is it, the actual word blues on it? Why didn't they do something like that? Because that jersey sucked. Yeah, or something like those, like a hall, like a hall era, or something like changing them up there. And I was like, one, who knows what the Winter Classic design is, right? That, or eventually, whenever they do do the Winter Classic, two, who's as you being somebody in promotions, what age group spends the most money normally? Twenty six, thirties, twenties into your mid to late thirties, and and guess what? Guess what? The most nostalgia period when they grew up was nineties, and guess what jersey that was? Yep. The 90s are the new it, hot thing. Yeah, and it just makes sense to the last one. I mean, you couldn't find that jersey for the longest time. Uh-uh. And You can hate it. You can hate it, but... It's popular. It's popular. I mean, how many times before they brought it back last year did we see that jersey in the hallway, the white version? Yep. The well, Gretzky look at one, the, the hall years, one. The years leading up to it, that design, the diagonal stripes, started showing up on hats mm-hmm. and T-shirts and socks. And all sorts of odds or, and ends Or things. the red, or more red and yeah. like things. Yeah. And I, I told you, I was like, I'm telling you they're going to bring that thing back. And they did. Um, I, I, it's, 
it is jarring. Yes, it is jarring because there's so much, much red. red. Yeah. But I think when you look at the fact that it really does look like the city flag, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. That in let's just let, let's go ahead and have the talk now. If I had a penny for every time I saw someone on social media say you can't make the Blues jersey red, they're called the Blues. They are not named after a color. Yeah, it's, it's the St. Louis Blues has nothing to do with the color blue. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a music note on it. It has to do with the blues music, specifically a, a jazz slash blues song called the St. Louis, Louis Blues. blues. Yeah. The only reason people think that it has to be blue is because that's what it's been since its inception. Yeah. If the St. Louis Blues, when they were formed, were green and white, no one would have thought twice about it. Because it's about the blue note, not the blue color. It's the same thing with why do the Blackhawks wear red? Because the black is not about a color. Now, if we're talking about the Detroit red wings, that infers a color. The Columbus blue jackets infers a color. You know, but there's a difference. The St. Louis Blues are to hockey what the Utah Jazz is to basketball. Mm-hmm. It's it's a team named after a style of music, not after a color. Yeah, um, we're just conditioned to blue. seeing the team wearing blue. Yeah, but it, you know it has nothing to do with the color. So if you could get your mind out of that mindset, it's not <clears throat> a blasphemous jersey. Like you said, people either loved or hated that style of jersey. Um, I saw a lot of people go, "Why they didn't? Why didn't they do a yellow jersey? They could have." Well, because opposed, and according to the uh, who have Adidas, so who, yeah. their press release basically says that they worked with each team on like what they wanted. It's not like Adidas just decided to throw these together. Sure. Like they said, hey, the team, like, hey, we want to do reverse retros. What would you think? And I bet you the Blues have been like, you know what sold like gangbusters last year? Uh huh. This jersey. So why don't you just reverse flip the, it? Called flip it, and they probably called it a day. Maybe not the most like creative thing ever, but, but whatever, whatever. So the other thing that I think I sent you and some of our friends a couple nights ago that I didn't realize until I saw it in a picture, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the four teams that Wayne Gretzky played for mm-hmm. all picked their Gretzky era jersey and to be it. their retro, reverse yep. retro and flipped it. Yeah, Edmonton, L.A., St. Louis, and New York all picked it, which is weird. Which I mean, I don't think it's by mistake. Well, it's the era which people. Had the fondest memories. Yeah, so. I mean, and dude, Gretzky is a money generator. That's true too. I mean, it's not, you know, like I said, this year I think more is just for that jersey's more of the time period Agreed. it worked. I think that's what still cool thing to do. So we also the other favorites that are there off the top of your head at least. Colorado nailed it. I think Colorado. Colorado wins the whole thing. I think Colorado was great. Had the uh, Nordiques. Nordiques, but in maroon instead of yeah, blue. Yeah, so I thought it was, that was great. That I thought it was perfect. phenomenal. It did great. Anytime a Whalers jersey's around. Yep, Carolina did good. I thought good. Carolina's was great. I uh, like the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers was fine. It was okay. The, the worst, honestly, like the people who like didn't try at all goes to uh, Detroit. Detroit. It was like a practice jersey. <laughs> I was like, huh, what? Dallas, like, it, kind of a practice jersey. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas wasn't great. 
Minnesota the Islanders was, looks like they just put another Islanders jersey out. Yeah, Islanders was just basic. It's the same thing. Minnesota's was disappointing because I wish they did the they like an M instead of. I saw a concept where it was an M instead of the animal yeah, head. Yeah. I loved it. Everything about that jersey is great until the logo. The yes. logo just ruins it. I loved them going with the Minnesota North Stars colors, but I agree. I wish they would have done in the style of the N from Minnesota North Stars. I wish they would have done the Minnesota Wild M. Okay, then uh, out of all the jerseys, which one is, I guess, your guilty pleasure one, which is like other people hate it. You can say the Blues one, too, for all I care, which people hate, but you're like, man, that jersey's pretty cool. Phoenix? That's one. Mine is, believe it or not, Anaheim. Oh, Anaheim, too. I have always thought the Wild Wing jersey got a I bad rap. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I love it. Yeah, I, thought, I, I, I like I, it. Everybody hated that jersey. Man. I can I thought tell it was you cool. right now, there's five or six that I'm probably going to get. I already ordered the Blues. Yeah. For sure, I'm getting Colorado. Colorado's is great. Anaheim. Boston. Boston's look good, too. I'll say that much. Uh, probably the Rangers. And Phoenix. Maybe Phoenix or you're maybe missing, Tampa. You're missing one. Cause I, oh, so there you go. Because I thought you get Tampa because you're going to get the, Cause the Tampa Jan- one, is, one. The Tampa one is sweet. Because it's pretty darn close to the Janiera, right? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, really close. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping... That, that Tampa would have somehow brought back the Storm jersey. Mm, that's good, too. With all the lightning bolts going across <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Which I cool. have in a, in a 2X somewhere. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, reverse retros, that's a good idea. Get the owners a little bit extra money in their pockets to offset no fans being in. Possibly no fans being right. in the stands. I think it'll be very limited if it does ever happen. But um, who knows? Vaccine might be here sooner than later, and we'll go from there. On the jersey front, mm-hmm. as crappy as the Dallas reverse retro is, mm-hmm. the Dallas third jersey is amazing. The neon one, correct? The yeah. black and neon green. Yeah. That is awesome. That's where I differ. I, that's where we, that's on my list. That's on your list. I'm just like, it's, uh, I was like, oh, that's it is fantastic. I don't think I, you know, that's just me. So reverse retros, pretty cool concept. I think it's a, it's always fun to get different blues jerseys. Like yeah. with us having the all-star game last year, I think that was cool. I just finally found an all-star game. Jersey, which is awesome. Which is awesome. So I got, which, by the way, and I, not a paid plug by any means, but I know holidays are coming up, and people want uh, jerseys. I'm not one to to say go elsewhere besides NHL.com, but uh, I know money is tight for a lot of people. There is a website called Jersey Barn, barn like a place where you would put animals on a farm. Jersey Barn. They have all of the reverse retros, and I think they're like 65 bucks, and that's lettered. Yeah. Give them a try because I've heard I've heard I looked up the reviews and some people really really like them and some people are like yeah they're not that great so I've got a uh, uh, a old Ovechkin Screaming Eagle jersey which is what they brought back for their yeah but all red though for right red, mine is the, like, the blue one yeah uh, it's really good it's very good quality yeah. I will say they're I think they're from China so if you're going to buy one order a size up because they run small there you go so a little tip for everybody out there so go ahead and get that. All right, we'll do our last little thing before we wrap it up and get uh, heading to uh, watching Survivor Series. So, on that note, every year Survivor Series, for anybody who doesn't know, so the big kind of what it used to turn into, what it mm-hmm. used to start as, the big matches were as five against five and it's elimination style. So, basically, guys go in, one team gets whittled down, there's always a sole survivor, and that was like right. a big thing. So, like, whoever was a sole survivor was, like, you know, big deal. So, uh, they'd have one of those matches every year and in the last couple of years, they've actually made a more prominent. At they've least. tried to. Yeah. They've tried to. So I think the last year it was really uh, impactful was the year they were in St. Louis. Yeah, 
which was the year Stingra debuted. Yep, and we were there for that one, right? Yep. And then the one before that, technically, last time in St. Louis for Star Series, what happened? The Rock won for the first time. First I time. I was there for that, Correct, too. yeah. So so two big things I thought was cool for that. And so the Survivor Series is here. The other one, which is WCW version, which is now WWE version, which is actually later on War Games, which is similar, but inside yep. a cage, basically, with two rings. Which is always fun. Which is actually really fun. So um, to make it tour towards, obviously, we're a blues hockey podcast, so we make it a little more towards what we do here we decided to do our blues version of our, our survivor series teams. So last year we did this, we kind of said, Oh, let's just, we just kind of made our favorite players. Basically no, no, uh, restrictions. You can pick whoever you want. Just pick the person once and whatever. So me and Chris kind of discussed it and wanted to do it again, but we'll put a little, little twist on it. So we're going to go like back and forth here about we each pick one, but we're going to pick guys. So you pick five guys. So one from each, era so we did a guy from 60s 70s a guy from the 80s guy from the 90s 2000s and i say 2010s to current so we uh do that so 60s and 70s i'll do mine first so 60s and 70s um one of my favorite players one of the fa- my favorite human beings that I ever worked with uh was a uh, bob plager so uh he is awesome just as obviously on the ice he was just like seeing videos of him just you know hitting people and just being a menace on the ice and he's and on top of that an awesome human being so i will pick bob plager as mine and once again we talked about this is that if you pick the same players pick the same players whatever so bob plager is my 60s and 70s player first and chris uh brian sutter yeah so that's a very good choice as well so brian sutter captain for quite was he ever player coach or just I think he was a player, and then he retired and became coach. coach right after that. So he was real close on the edge there. So Brian Sutter, coincidentally, two guys who picked, both have their numbers retired up top. So the next one is like your 80s uh, favorite guy, which is probably going to be the same guy, but we'll just say it anyway. So mine is going to be uh, Brett Hall. So obviously what got me into hockey, and uh, which is well, the guy who, when you go down to the Enterprise Center, the reason that's built is because of that yep. guy. So. Um, I for the 80s went with Bernie Federico. That's not a bad choice either. Mr. Uh, he's not a fan of getting asking questions apparently when you need to talk to him when you're trying Correct. to work somewhere. Did you work here? Yes, I do, sir. But uh, yeah, so but good hockey player. And that's all we care about yes. right now. So uh, four popular guys to start. So we'll go back to so 90s fair player. So this is where it kind of gets tough. There's so many to choose from. There's a lot to choose from, and I think mm-hmm. mine is there's two I'm not stuck on, but I'm going to go with it just because. Uh, Chris Pronger. Okay. Chris Pronger is a guy who nobody wanted here after he traded, traded for one of the most popular. Obviously, we know we've talked about that in length with mm-hmm. one of the people in the situation. Um, why he was uh, traded out of here, the most popular players at the time, probably very close to like Brett Hall popularity. I obviously. would agree. For those couple of years, so he was fit back to back fifty goal years. I think those three guys um, were your faces of the team. Yeah, obviously in order being Brett, Brendan, Craig. Yeah, and then so then getting Chris Bronger and him slowly growing into the role and being a Hall of Famer, just one of the few Mike Keenan trades that you're like, wow, that's a really good trade. That's so a great trade. So him and that the Pavel Dimitri trade are probably the two that you can say. Everything else you can throw out the window. That's those two you can hang your hat on. So I will go with Chris Pronger. It's my it's a good one. 1990s choice. 
Uh, there's so many to choose from. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously it's, even though he only was here for a cup of coffee, it's hard not to pick Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could pick Brett Hall. You could pick uh, you know, everyone. Obviously, I, I want to pick Craig because he's my boy. Um, I went with Al McInnes. Al McInnes. That was who I was stuck on. I was either McInnes or it was Pronger, and I couldn't really yeah. decide. So, so 2000s era. So I already met, I just mentioned him, so it kind of gives it away. But guy who was traded for Krister Olsen, which was like the like a nobody trade because he didn't sign in Ottawa, and he came here. And I remember his first game, he scored two goals. And I was with a guy with a grade school, and he's like, "Man, that guy's gonna be an awesome player." I'm like, "It's his first game, like." You don't know anything, and then he always he used to. When I saw him at a reunion a couple of years ago, he actually brought that up. Yeah, and it's funny. So Pavel Dimitro, not a Hall of Famer, but a, one of the one of the best, one of the greatest Blues, I think. That I agree. I th- I say one of the I say almost underappreciated because you talk about great Blues. Yes. If it wasn't for him passing away tragically, I don't know if he would get the just due. He, I agree with you. He would, you know, possibly. I mean, he was so good, and then when he left, he was still pretty good in Minnesota. He was not – but not like how great he was here. Right. Man, he was so good. I saw a couple highlights the other day, and so good. He was good. He was so, really good. 2000s era player for Chris. Boy. Again, like, you know, I try to figure who do I want to go with. Um, I almost went with somebody else, but I went with Paul Demetrio, so. Yeah. Uh, for the two thousands, uh, you can go with Demetrio, Demetrio, Demetrio too. We had a like we no, kind of talked about to it. To me, I think it's Keith Kachuk. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. I mean those guys are on the same team, and yeah. man, it's kind of surprising on those two guys on the same team, and then I just can get a thing. And at the time, you had McKenna's too, and man, in the end of his career, but still, we had Doug Waite was around there, and yep. Pierre Turgeon was another one. Mm-hmm. So. So 2010s till now is what we're basically saying. Yeah. Um, man, this is a tough one because I want to go with. I'll be honest. You want to deal with Jordan Bennington just because the guy brought you the cup. I get it. So on and so forth. Even Alex Petrangelo was in that thing, which I you agree. know. Uh, but I'm going with a personal favorite, and that would be uh, Mr. Uh, Bear Jackman. All right, fair. So uh, Bear Jackman on my Survivor Series team, a guy who basically. His number's retired. It doesn't have his name on it, but it very easily could. But uh, the guy whose number, you know, Plager basically gave him that number. It was kind of like, it was like, not officially retired, but it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, nobody else wears it because it's Bob Plager's number. Right. And Bob Plager, like when Barrett requested it, and Plager saw him play, and he's like, no, I want that guy because that guy plays like me. Yeah. And so that's why he got to wear that number. Agreed. So that's why. And like I said, Barrett Jackman is being one of my favorite players. That's all. Go with uh, my 2010 to now player. Fair. Um, I went with the guy that, in my opinion, brought the St. Louis Blues back to national prevalence. Mm-hmm. A guy that I think, without him on the team, uh, the Blues don't crescendo to ultimately winning the Stanley Cup, and that's Vladimir Tarasenko. Yep, and that's the jersey right behind my uh, left shoulder. So, yeah, it's uh, a lot of great players to go through. So I thought it was really fun to kind of just. We picked that out. So, um, so Plager, and then uh, 80s at Hull, and then Pronger, Demetra, and Jackman for me. It's weird for me not to have Brett Hall on my Survivor Series team. Yeah. And for me, it was Brian Sutter, Bernie Federko. Um, I forget who I did for the uh, 80s now. 
That was 90s. So uh, Gretzky for 90s. No, I didn't. I went uh, Albert Guinness. Albert Guinness for the 90s. And then Keith Kachuk. Yeah. And Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah. So a lot of uh, great guys we got there. So a little fun thing I decided to do. So maybe go ahead and send us your favorite Survivor Series team or something along that line. So uh, we'll wrap it up there. So if you get a hold of us on Twitter, it's at Blues Hockey NHL. Chris is at? I'm at Hossapalooza. Remember to find us on Facebook and Instagram. It's at Blues Hockey Podcast. And our website, blueshockeypodcast.net and .com. Uh, a lot of great things we have on there, which is a uh, link to some merchandise and some other, all the podcasts are up there. So then you can find the links to where they are downloadable at, which is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and all those other casts. So I wanted to mention this because our friend Will Pelly has something special coming up soon. So on December 3rd, He's doing this via Schnooks and along with the Riz Show. Yes, he's doing a basically virtual cook, like uh, basically learn how to cook some basically beer cheese using some of the Riz Show beer. So it's with the Riz Show. Um, they have their own beer out. So you through Schnooks, which you, is delicious. But I haven't had it yet, so I have I had last year's, which is good. So you go ahead and get this from Goose Island. So if you're a Goose Island fan, yep, you know, so get that. And he's going to cook some beer cheese. He do win prizes, all the good stuff. And it's $30, and all the money goes towards uh, Folds of Honor, which is like helping veterans out. So mm-hmm. when the, for, that for Will and also his uh, restaurant, Rockstar Taco. So the the new town location is close for the season. Close the season. The new one out in St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Yep. Uh, at Diamond Music Hall. Correct, which is right off the Cave Springs exit. Uh, next to where uh, Kokomo Joe's is. Yep. So there you go. So he is as open uh, every day of the week. Correct. So go ahead and check that out, and just check out. Go follow them on Facebook at Rockstar Taco, and they have their their specials and what's going yep. on there. So do I think it's follow Rockstar, their Rockstar Taco at Diamond Music Hall. I think is what it's called. Yes. Officially. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. You'll see all other daily specials. And I'm telling you, man, like if you're in that area and you're not going, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you're not in that area. It's still worth going when you see something on the specials and you're like, damn, that looks good. Because I'm telling you, no matter how good it looks, it's going to taste better. Because Chef Will Pelly makes some damn good eats. Correct. So, always good. So, uh, we got that. And also remember to check out uh, our friend Eric at Upcycle Up Hockey. I'm not sure if he's doing any of the furniture still, just due to the COVID reasons and stuff. But right. he still has plenty of merch up there. Check out his Etsy store. Our link is on our website. So, Upcycle Hockey as well. So I think we got everything wrapped up there. So I think we're getting close to watching Survivor Series and uh, some uh, food. Getting on some fuzzy tacos. Yes. And then also, so just wish everybody happy Thanksgiving coming up. Yes. So hopefully if we get some more news, we'll go ahead and bring you oh. some. But for right now, we're kind of just in wait mode. And if you want to be jealous about making wrong decisions in your life, go look up the pictures of Alex Petrangelo's $6 million Vegas mansion. And realize you probably should have practiced harder when you were in Little League. Yeah, or at least at least try a little bit harder and maybe stick with it. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, good for him. Good. Yeah. Oh, real good for him. Yeah. Still a 16-car garage, I think, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. It looks like he moved into a David Buster's. I know. It's ridiculous. It's got his own indoor driving range and everything. It's crazy. So, well, good for him. So, uh, check us out. Give us a rate and review everything. It really helps us out. So, if not, whatever. So, we're at the point. We're ready to shut her down. Yep. All right. Hopefully we get something some new soon. Get some hockey act January 1st. Here's hoping. Uh, we'll see. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, have a good holiday. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.